Nino, and another uh, short shiur today. Today's shiur is dedicated. Bezrat Hashem, first for the success of Israel in every way. Bezrat Hashem, for the fuash lema of all the pitzulim, for the return of the hostages safely. Bezrat Hashem, the success of the Israeli defense forces. Leilu nishmat, all of those who gave their lives during this time period. Shalonidai in Israel. Leilu nishmat, dinavad matitia, eserbat eliyahu, eserbat mashiach, matitiah ben Levi, Daniel ben Ephraim, David ben Yedidah, Ephraim ben Yehuda, Moshe ben David. Rachamim ben Mordechai, Ruach Hashem Tenecham Ben Eden, for the Refuah Shlema, Abdan ben Esther, Nisan ben Chana, Moshe ben Chana, Yitzchak ben Yafai, Cheskel ben Rachel, Nisim ben Dina, Chana Oli bat Evora, and Shemuel ben Rachel. En la refana lahem. Okay, Bishulchem. Alright, gentlemen, with your permission. So yesterday we were talking about mitzvot with the veshed, with the esophagus. Yesterday we were talking about Bishulei uh, Akum, very, very important uh, mitzvah that sometimes is uh, difficult. Bishulei Akum is certain types of foods a non-Jew is not allowed to cook for a Jew uh, unless the Jew, uh, you know, according to the higher standard, the Jew participates in the cooking in some kind of way. According to the basic standard, which is the Ashkenazi standard, but which uh, even many Sephardic Jews rely on, but the basic standard that the Jew at the minimum turns on the flame at the, at the very minimum. But outside of that, uh, those kinds of foods, a Goy and non-Jew is not allowed to cook uh, for a Jew. And if a Goy cooks that food, even though it's kosher food, and even though we watched him, uh, we, the, the food is uh, not kasher. Well, that's why the eggs over here, they're, um, they're very careful about that. Uh, we have a Jew that turns, uh, that turns on the griddle uh, in the morning. That they, they're not doing it themselves. Next, Kedera Shebishel Goy, Asur Levashel Ba Beli Hechsher. Well, the next point is that the Chachamim um, were so strict on it on the Bishule Goim, that if a Goy made a steak or made a piece of meat in a pot on their own, even though it's kosher, it was 100% kosher, it's a kosher piece of steak, it's a kosher piece of meat, the pot becomes not kosher. Not only is the steak not kosher, not only is the food not kosher, the pot itself is also not kosher. And therefore, if a person wants to use the pot, we have to do Echsher, you have to do Haggadah on that pot. Uh, the pot itself uh, needs hechsher as well. They were that strict uh, about bishulei goyim. Stam yenam v'chol maga goy be'yain shelanu oser. We still spoke about this. Uh, any wine that a goy touches or a goy uh, li- uh, lifts or moves uh, that is not mevushal, wine that is not you know, original, actual, real uh, wine. Uh, if a goy touches it or moves it, that wine becomes not kosher and we're not allowed to drink from it if the bottle has been opened already. If the bottle is sealed the way they double seal the bottle, it's fine. It's not a problem. Once the bottle is open, uh, a, a goy, if a goy moves it, the bottle the wine becomes not kosher. This we said, we, we explained. It, it's specifically referring to non-mevushal wines. Non-mevushal wines are wines that are the authentic, you know, original, you know, wine that you pre-press and ferment in. And um, actually, so I always thought it wasn't pasteurized. Non-mevushal means not cooked. I always thought it means non-pasteurized. 
uh, we visited the cannon factory. They said it is pasteurized, but uh, what they what they do is they pasteurize it as a, at a much lower temperature for a longer period of time. They do it for a long then, um, as opposed to mevushal wine. Mevushal wine is pasteurized wine. Uh, when it's pasteurized at a high temperature, it's like cooked cooked wine. Uh, it doesn't have the same status of wine anymore, and if a goy touches it, then it's uh, not a problem, and the wine is still kasher. So uh, the the basic, uh, you know, kedem wines, uh, uh, um, and a lot of the sweet wines that people uh, use usually are mevushal. Uh, any kosher restaurant or a restaurant that has a kashrut on it, by policy, the a good at least a good hechsher, a good uh, kashrut organization only allows them to use mevushal wines. They, they will not even bring uh, non-mevushal wines into the store. If a person has non-mevushal wines at home, that's where, uh, that's where we have to be cautious about it and careful about it. Um, nowadays, they even have in Liyan Hara, the wine industry is incredible. Uh, how much it's opened and how much it's expanded, the, the kosher wine industry. They are very... Uh, so it depends on the policy of the kashrut organizations. It depends on the policy of the kashrut. But most of the time, a good kashrut organization, they will not allow you to bring your own. You know, usually they write on the store, no outside foods uh, allowed in this establishment because we have our uh, because we have our own policy. If someone's doing their own party and your own catering, and uh, you negotiate with them, sometimes they might allow you. But in a restaurant, uh, usually the a policy of a kashrut organization is no one is allowed to bring. Their their own uh, outside food. Not necessarily. I'll tell you nowadays and generally the basic like kiddush wines that people like to use like kedem, 99% are are mevushal. Uh, but nowadays there are even some like you know higher end wines good that they they make uh, mevushal as well. You love the machpela, Chevron Heights machpela, the cave that everybody loves to drink. Binyamina the the cave. The cave wine, there's a non-mevushal version, but they also, every couple of years, they do a mevushal run as well, uh, and you can get it in mevushal as well. So there are some high-end and good wines that they make mevushal nowadays, that a person can buy uh, mevushal. It's just something to be conscious of whenever you look at the bottle. Uh, usually, if the bottle does not say anything on it, it means that it's not mevushal. It means that it's original kind of wine. Wine that is mevushal, that is pasteurized, it will always indicate on the back of the bottle, if you look on the back label, it'll always say mevushal, M-E-V-U-S-H-A-L. It'll say, uh, it'll say mevushal on it. <coughs> the next one, oh, asur, this is very important. Asur le'echol mi'seuda she'ena maspeket liv'aleha, afapi she'izmanuhu mi'peneha busha. A person is invited to a meal. I'm invited to a meal at somebody's house. I know that the person is not very well off. I know that the, the meal that they're serving, the food that they have, it's barely enough for his own family. It's barely enough to feed his own, uh, his own wife and children. Uh, the, 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 the food that he's serving, what he's serving at this meal, it's barely enough for his own family. Now, they tar off with me. They invited me to their house, uh, to come eat at their house. A sur to eat. It's forbidden to eat at their house. If I know that it's not enough uh, for their own family. Even though he invited me, but why did they invite me? They invited me uh, out of uh, embarrassment. 
uh, they invited me. They were just. <coughs> uh, he's saying in that case, the tarof is not a real tarof. Uh, a person has to sense that the uh, tarof is tarof choshki. They, you know, they don't even have enough for themselves. If they don't have en enough for themselves, even I, I can't eat from their, uh, from their table. So the the Gemara tells an extreme. It's an it says that there was one rabbi, Rabbi Pinchas Ben Yair. It says that because of this point, he never ate at anybody's house. <coughs> Period. <coughs> there were some chachamim. There were some rabbis. We read about them that they they held themselves to such a high standard that they never ate a meal outside their home. <coughs> Only ate <coughs> inside their home. Whatever was cooked by my wife, by my children, by me, and inside my home, I'll eat from. Anything else, period, invited, doesn't, will not eat anywhere, I'll come, but I will not eat anywhere outside. Rabipian Chaspen Yair, the Gemara, I think sometimes it exaggerates, uh, sometimes just to make a point, but it says, Rabipian Chaspen Yair, he didn't even eat at his parents' home. Even his parents invited him, he, he, would not, he, he wouldn't go and eat. Why? Because he was so strict on himself that maybe, maybe when somebody invites me, maybe it's a tarof choshki, maybe they don't really mean it, maybe they don't really want me to eat, maybe they feel bad, maybe they just invited me <coughs> because they have to invite me. You know, you know when I, I wonder when this maybe, maybe comes up, maybe sometimes when I'm not the immediate family or the immediate friend, but I'm the extended guest, so somebody, they, they might be hosting a certain uh, amount of guests in their immediate family, and then they invited me also. And they invited an, another person also. But, I don't know, do they have enough to really uh, have me also, uh, or not? <coughs> so, if it's not enough for the person's immediate family, um, even though they invited me, I can't eat. <coughs> it's, it's forbidden to eat there. Asur uh, lecho. Uh, so, so those those who held themselves to the standard, they wouldn't eat anything, or they wouldn't go, or they either they wouldn't go, or they wouldn't, or maybe not to eat. Maybe they would drink water. I don't know. But it's saying it's a person that I know cannot afford. It's a person that I know. Yeah, so even though they invited me, they invited me only because they were embarrassed not to invite me. Only because they had but but they don't really want me to eat. You know, I can tell. This is the I can tell they don't really want me to eat because they don't have enough for their their son. They don't have enough for their daughter to be able to eat. So if I know that, then it's forbidden for me to eat. How can I do that? I'm causing him pain by by eating. That's that's the exactly every bite I take. It's taking away from their from their. So because of that. The, the halakha teaches us something, you know, it's not easy, but it's a skill that we all have to try to learn how to develop, and that's the sixth sense, which just because somebody invited me doesn't really mean that they want me. You understand? Very deep. Yeah. 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 yeah, just because they invited me doesn't really mean that they want me. So I have to read between the lines. It's not so easy. This is a, this is a higher level skill to try to develop. But to be able to understand that they just invited me because they had to, but not because really they want me to come. Uh, the next one is, wow. So one is you have somebody who really can't afford, even for their children, I'm not, even allow, I'm not allowed to partake of their meal. The second one is, 
It's forbidden to eat from a meal of someone who's cheap. <laughs> someone who's cheap. Even if they're rich. <laughs> Even if they're rich. <laughs> There's somebody that I know that they're cheap. What, what does that mean? Yeah, there are some people, they look every bite that I eat, every single thing that I take, every small thing that I do, uh, and they calculate it, and they calculate it. Oh, you know, they took this much, and they took that much, and then they're going to talk about me, and then... So, Pele teaches that if there's a... Just don't eat. Don't get yourself into that mess. Right? If, I, if you know that the person uh, in his heart, they're stingy, and it hurts them, and they're calculating every bite. No, the only type of place that you should eat is somewhere that you know the person, you know the person is, you know, they enjoy that you're enjoying genuinely. You know, like machetes, right? <laughs> they, you know, they enjoy to... <laughs> most most machetes. <laughs> you know, they really enjoy that they have the opportunity to invite you, and it gives them joy that they're able to host and to... Uh, have you as a guest that that type of a place a person should uh, should eat uh, and enjoy but if I can tell that this person is actually there there or I know them they're really a cheap person or I go and you know, every every bite I take I notice that they're looking and <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to see what kind of a person is he. Oh, is this person? Is he someone who eats a lot? Is he somebody who eats a little? What? They, don't even eat. Don't even eat at that time. Don't eat at the home uh, of somebody who's cheap. Even if he happens to be rich, you know that he has a lot of money. He has deep pockets, but he has short hands. <laughs> don't eat at their house. Okay. Finish everybody. A happiest, happiest Thursday. Besarot avor. Good news. Besarot Hashem. <laughs> <laughs>